Welcome to Real Talk for Real Teachers. I'm Dr. Becky Bailey, the creator of Conscious Discipline, expert in education, child development, and a lifelong teacher and learner. For those listening who are not aware of Conscious Discipline, it is a comprehensive, self-regulation, brain-based, trauma-informed program that integrates social-emotional learning, school culture, and discipline into one seamless whole. Conscious Discipline has always been a grassroots movement. It started in my spare bedroom with Kate O'Neill and myself in 1996. The only thing in there was Katie, me, a bed, and a dog. And that's when the idea came to be in. And the goal of it from the very beginning was, how can we help teachers? And how can we help children who are both struggling with challenging behaviors? So we did that. Teachers believed it. The teachers told other teachers, and that's how we grew, from teaching the adults to teaching the children to changing a state. Today, we're talking about how to change a state. Yes, one of the states of the United States, and that specific state is the state of Alabama, leading the charge in early childhood education for a number of years. So Joy Winchester and Secretary Ross called us and said, how can we use a sustainable model to enhance the early childhood education in the state of Alabama so that we can address the trauma that the children are experiencing, the challenging behaviors that are rampant all over the United States? How do we address and empower our teachers to take hold of what we're seeing throughout the country? First, conscious discipline is a little different. Now, it's not a prescriptive program. It's a a mindset. It's a transformational program. We have to change your mind. In Alabama, they came up with a list of teachers that they thought were transformers, and we started with them. We exposed them to information. We gave them a lot of classroom coaching so they could get their classrooms and their schools to fidelity, and then we asked them to teach the next people. Now, as you can see, that becomes exponential. So you start off with 10, and those 10 teach 10, so now you've got 100. Next thing you know, we reach the governing bodies of the state of Alabama, and they listened. They listened to their teachers, they listened to their families, they listened to their children, and they listened to research. And what I'm asking you now is, why don't you join us and listen to Joy Winchester, who knows this process in and out because she's the one leading the charge. So I sat down with Joy, and we had a wonderful conversation. Join us now. So I'm here today with Joy Winchester, and she's doing a huge mammoth uh, program in Alabama, one of the biggest we've been involved with and most meaningful. So Joy, what is your title? I am the director of the Office of Early Childhood Development and Professional Support with the Department of Early Childhood Education. So what's that mean? That means I oversee the implementation of conscious discipline in the aspects of coaching for our infants, toddlers, and our first class pre-K program, and also support K-12 and higher ed on their um, interest in conscious discipline. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot. Yes. So how did this how did this happen? How did this come about that Alabama's just taking conscious discipline and just running with it? So 
approximately, well, it's about four years ago, I uh, was hired with the Department of Early Childhood Education to be a monitor for their first class pre-K program. And so what's first class pre-K mean? The Alabama first class pre-K program is um, the pre-K programs that are in public schools, mm. head starts, private child cares, and military bases were mixed delivery. So it's your universal pre-K then? It's not universal yet. Not yet, We're working. you're there. on the way. Okay. Yes. So right, as of today, I think we have 1,067 classrooms. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's, so, that's big. Yes, it's pretty good. Okay. We're very proud. We're number one in the nation for 13 years. <laughs> I, I knew have to that. say it. <laughs> number one in the... And why not? Why I mean, not? It's, it's good to be the leader of something that I can't think of a better, wise way to lead than lead with our children. So we, um, I was working as a monitor, meaning making sure the classrooms were following the federal guidelines mm-hmm. because we were awarded the preschool development grant. Mm-hmm. And um, working in the classrooms, making sure paperwork was correct, some behaviors bubbled up. And so I was able to support teachers in that endeavor. Our department also at the time looked at the Devereaux tool, the mm-hmm. DECA-P, and Secretary right. Ross is a huge advocate mm-hmm. for the Devereaux system and the DECA-P assessment. Mm-hmm. So we brought in the week-long training, and um, I was chosen to be on that team because of my interest in behaviors. So as I was working um, with the DECA-P in the classrooms, it got out that I had a secret knack for working with the challenging behaviors, but what I was doing was conscious discipline. And what was great is at that time, the Devereaux system, as you know, Mm -hmm. had the conscious discipline strategies embedded in it. So people would say, what is this? What is this power? What is this skill? And, but still no one was talking about conscious discipline. Mm -hmm. So, so happened in the office, I found one conscious discipline book. And it turns out that someone, um, Laura Baker, had ordered eight copies and had given them out, but no one had really used them. So I took the book and I had the older edition. I didn't have the new edition. And I was terribly excited and I went home and I read it. And about two weeks later, I was called to work in a classroom where we had a little boy with some severe behavior. And the teachers said, we'll do whatever we can do if you just help us. And I said, well, can you do conscious discipline? And are you interested in it? And they said, we just don't have the time. We can't go to a training. We don't have the money to buy a book. And I said, well, can you give me 10 minutes a night? And they said, yes. So we ended up every night, I would send them an email walking them through the book. Wow. Mm -hmm. And then we had weekly calls where we um, would talk through what they were doing, what they had learned. They wrote me back. We were emailing back and forth. But what made it um, impactful also is their coach, Amy Brackenhoff, also fell in love with conscious discipline. And so she started supporting them as well in the room. So they had me and they had Amy. So from that nightly book study, it took 45 nights and I made sure they were 10 minutes. I read it. I would type it out and read it to my dog. And if I could get it done in 10 10 minutes, minutes, I would send it because I knew their time was valuable. And so it got out that we had a book study. So we had 300 teachers complete it in one year. So every night for about two hours, I would send emails and everyone was on different nights. Someone was on day two, some were on day four. So this is how all this started. Mm -hmm. With an email chain. Yes. And so we had 300 teachers and then those teachers got terribly excited. And then principals started calling and saying, what is this conscious discipline stuff? And I said, well, if you let me come talk to you, 
I'll come talk to you. So I started going to schools and talking to um, their staffs. Mm -hmm. So principals, anyone who would listen, I would go. And it just became fire. But we had a problem because we had all this interest, but we had no one doing it really to fidelity. Right. So we spoke with Secretary Ross, and that was when we reached out to y'all mm -hmm. to do this this huge project where, because we knew we needed help. I had just been starting fires right. all over the state. Yes. The DECA P was a great assessment tool. And the, so let's back up. So it yes. must have been helping all along. Mm -hmm. That you saw results from those. Oh, definitely. Yeah, okay. And in fact, one of our little guys that we worked with, he choked a teacher. When I got to the school, she was coming up the stairs with him and she had him by his hand and you could just read her face. She was yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. And she looked at me and she said, I'll never forget. She said, whatever you tell me to do, I will do. She was in pure survival. Yeah. She still had the marks on her neck. Yeah. It rocked her world. And so... Really looking at her, I said, I'm going to give you one tool, and I just want you to create the safety and the connection, just one tool. And she was shaking. But her and her teacher used the act strategy. The act, I, I, it gave I, them the yeah. words, and yeah. it gave them the confidence that this is going to work. And then once they started getting comfortable with it, they wanted more. They got on the book study, and they're actually one of our fidelity CDAT rooms now. Wonderful. Yes, yes. So we worked together, and we did the plan where we would go after your best. Yes. Now, that's unusual, don't you think? I mean, a lot yes. of people say, okay, <laughs> if we want to distribute this information and improve our system, let's take the ones that need more additional help and support them. Right. But we have found out over many years of trying this that if we support our best teachers, then the best teachers can teach the other teachers and they can look, see in that classroom and go, oh, that's what you're talking about. I can do that and watch it. Are you finding that working so far? Definitely. And it's creating a confidence <clears throat> yeah. because our tier ones and our tier twos are now saying we're at fidelity. It's like it's giving them a confidence that they can actually lead the schools. They can be a site where I can send another teacher in to see it and they'll feel good. So yeah. it was it was very smart to pick the cream of the crop. Um, and the way we selected those was pretty thorough, you know, because we created we used the conscious discipline mm -hmm. book. Mm -hmm. We took the chart out of the book where you have all the skills and the structures mm -hmm. and we turned it into a rubric to say, do we see the teacher say it? Do we see it in action by the teacher? Does mm -hmm. the children talk about it? Or do we see it in action by the child? Mm. And we took every structure and then we said, okay. And from that, we they got points. And that's how we said, okay, we've got the Are You Ready survey mm -hmm. here. We've got that observation because I had to give it a number. Right. You know, yeah, you I bet. had to quantify yes, it. Certainly. And then we had the coaches, their, per, their classroom coach say, they're they're also willing to make change from that we pulled the 76 classrooms and you said because we were only going to work with the top 10 and you said we've well, you got 76 that are interested let's work with them and that's where the tier came from which was brilliant mm -hmm. because then we had tier one that we were like i think you can hit fidelity in a year and they were like yeah i think we can and then we had tier two and we said three years and they said we can do three and then we had tier three that were on fire but really just needed some more classes and exposure mm -hmm. and so by taking that 76 what's been really interesting what i'm interested to see is 
they are all in the DECA system. Yeah. And we have the same amount of classrooms that are receiving no extra conscious discipline support in the DECA system. And at the beginning of the year, their data is almost identical. So I'm interested to see see at the end if we do see an increase in, um, and I know we will, the feedback so far has been great. Um, The feedback from the teachers has been, you know, I just don't have as many behaviors this year, you know, and you can tell their skills are becoming more um, natural. They're not having to think about it as much. And it's just becoming more of what they believe in instead of just checking a box. And what what's amazing to me, because, you know, this we've been trying this implementation. How do you take a transformational program? This is not a little prescribed little kit. This is you've got to change your whole self, your whole mindset and then retool yourself with a whole new set of skills. That's a ton to ask of an adult. And to see this, because never in my mind would I believe that we could get to fidelity (laughs) in one year. And with picking the best of the best Mm -hmm. and sending in your coaches and our Our coaches coaches. helping your coaches. That's been phenomenal. And your coaches are changing the way we coach. Oh. Because they are coming in and providing true reflection. And it's interesting because our coaches are now saying, well, we thought we were doing it this way, mm-hmm. but look how they're doing it. And they're on fire for the way your coaches are coaching. And so it's actually causing us to reexamine our, our system for training coaches because you're making us help us be more reflective. And so that's been um, bringing conscious discipline in has not only changed our classrooms, but it's changing our organization at the state level with the true emphasis on reflection and mm-hmm. noticing instead of us going in, sometimes as a coach, we go in as a consultant. Right. Let me tell you what to do. Let me fix your problem. Do this and I'll be back in two weeks and let me know how it works. That's not what your coaches do. Mm-hmm. So the conscious discipline coaches came in with some true powerful coaching. And in fact, so much that this next semester, when we add additional coaching, we're opening it up to let other coaches see it because it was so powerful mm-hmm. for the ones that saw it. You know, we can only have one or two follow, right. but it was so powerful that that was a recommendation from the field. And I think it's extremely wise. Oh, well, I can't wait to see the outcome yes. of this and for you to take on the powers to be, because I know it took a lot to convince the people in the state mm-hmm. to take this on. And so How did you go about getting the upper echelon to go yay? Because we've got 52 states and no one except Alabama is taking (laughs) it from the top and go, let's do something powerful for our children. So what did you do? Um, I didn't go through the traditional doors. Mm. I went through teachers getting excited. We um, also tagged in other state departments. So our Mm. contacts with um, the child care system, you know, all the work that we've just described has been with first class pre-K. Yes. But there's still infants and toddlers out there. So um, when Conscious Discipline One came to Alabama, we know we brought it there for our staff. We invited people from Department of Ed people Mm -hmm. from Department of Human Resources, higher ed, and we invited strategic people. And that is what started conversations going. And then from that, our contact at the Department of Human Resources, we took on 100% of their early Head Start 
CCP classrooms mm. because mm. they have that grant. Right. So we took on 100% of their early Head Start classrooms, and they said we want conscious discipline in all of them. Now, how we are doing that, because it's a transformational, right. you it, cannot, it cannot be mandatory, and how we sat down and we really thought through it is the coaches are working with the teachers at their pace, and they can decline, mm -hmm. but they are working slowly, and mm -hmm. we have purchased the materials they need to get them interested and excited, right? right? Because yeah. it's so much more fun to do it when you have the actual when you have it right buddies. There, you bet. <laughs> um, so instead of purchasing everything and giving them a truckload, whatever step we're on and they're comfortable with it, then we have the materials for that step. And if it takes them five years, then it takes them five years. If it takes them three, it takes them three. And if they're not interested, that's okay because we're using the DECA IT. Right. So we have the other strategies there. But what we're finding is, and this is what I'm terribly excited about, the early Head Start partnership is 50 um, family child cares. Mm. And uh, when I do trainings for them, the family child care providers will come to me and say, let us have the foster kids because then they're in a home base. They have continuity of care. They can stay with their siblings. And if you just help us be trauma informed, I think it would work. That is genius. And I didn't even know you were doing that. If we could get conscious discipline at those home based, which is tremendous assistance. That's what we're doing now. Ah, brilliant. Yes. Just brilliant. And that idea was totally the family child care providers. Good for them. They came to me at a training and I was like, that is that is genius. It is genius. That is what we should really look at. So fortunately, we have the support. The Department of Human Resources is a wonderful project with us. And higher ed has asked now. Um, we are looking at how to blend in this conscious discipline with their collegiate coursework. But they'll have me come and speak um, to our college students. And I did get uh, some from the researchers. Mm -hmm. at the university want to come in and start studying and so we can get more and more and more data. We have a strong partnership with the University of Alabama. Yep. Um, and what makes them so great is they have a new neurology department. Yes. So conscious disciplines focus on the brain state falls right in line with their interest in linking this brain science. And I think that's what has been so exciting is when I do talk with people, I say that education is quite possibly one of the only professions that is not guided by current science and research. We get stuck in doing what we've always done and we expect different outcomes, but the world is changing. In Alabama, our core is called college and career ready. Mm -hmm. And I asked him, I said, what career are you getting the kids ready for? Because some of the statistics out there say 68% of the jobs have not even been dreamed up yet. Yes. So how do you get them ready for a world that we don't even know what's coming? And conscious discipline is that. Yeah. It's all the skills and the powers you need to function in a society as a conscious, calm adult. Yeah, and our society gets more and more complex. It so does. Gonna... And the social skills are going away. Yes. And what I will say, when I work with the college students, teaching conscious discipline to millennials has been terribly exciting. But what I've learned to do is... Uh, we do the rubrics and we take a reflective moment and we do one rubric and we reflect on it. And I had worked with one group and a young man said, I think I realize I've never had a calm adult as a role model. Yeah. 
But if this is what I'm supposed to be, I've never seen this. And that to me was they are so much more honest. They're not defensive because their practice hasn't started yet. And so they're honest to say, oh, this is not me. And I'll just tell them it's it's none of us, but we work on it every day. This is what your goals are. You pick one and which one do you want to start? And we try to give them a plan before they leave because they're going to be teachers. And I've had some that's amazing to me. Some of these young kids are coming out of community college or coming out mm-hmm. of college and they have had conscious discipline. So their first job is in a conscious discipline school. They're teaching conscious discipline. And I don't know this. Of course, I go in and say, now, how is this different than what you did before? Mm-hmm. And they go, are people doing something different? Oh, I, mean, I mean, no, they're so <laughs> precious, you know. And so they're just like, well, I don't know any other way. Mm-hmm. And those are easy to teach. I mean, so yes. they're not learning. They don't have to relearn. Right. They don't have to relearn. They don't have to relearn. They're just right. learning off. And they truly enjoy the profession that they're starting because they're still excited about it yeah. and they're creating. But I love how honest they are and how they, you know, and, and I'll tell them, they'll say, how are you changing the state? And I look at them and say, through teachers, because mm-hmm. that's the door I used. Mm-hmm. I went through teachers. The teachers got excited and the teachers put heat on the principals. The principals got excited and they put heat on their superintendents. So today I got an email and it said, We know you're coming to do a conscious discipline overview at our school for K-6. Would you mind meeting with a group of superintendents and principals in the neighboring counties? And it's, you know, it just spreads. That's how you spread it. If I, and this is just pure honesty, if I had gone through the traditional channels Mm -hmm. and had stood at the the door of the Alabama legislature, I would still be standing at the door of the Alabama legislature grasping my book. What I have found is if you get the people who are in the field and they start buzzing, Mm -hmm. that buzz shakes up everybody. And that's exactly how conscious discipline started, what, now 22 years ago with me in my room is we just helped teachers. That's mm-hmm. all we did. We had never any marketing. We only answer the phone. Right. And it started, a teacher told another teacher, and a teacher told another teacher, and a teacher told another teacher. And we've just been doing that for 20-some years. And with that, somehow it spread to Australia and Brazil. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. where are you from? How on <laughs> earth did you know? Because another teacher found it helpful and told another teacher. That's right. And there's power. Uh, there's power in those grassroots movements. And now, interesting enough, just like you did, now it's bubbling to the top. Now the people are interested. But this is 22 years later. Right. It bubbled up to the top. But and it, I'm all I don't know about trickle down, but I know we can bubble, bubble it up. up. And for me, the job I have now, the mm-hmm. Office of Early Childhood Development did not exist a year ago. Yeah. So all the work we've done. I have a staff of 20 coaches. Um, I just got a $1.7 million expansion. Good so you. I'll be hiring 13 more coaches and I'll be expanding our team that handles challenging behaviors for first class pre-K. So that's another eight individuals. And that growth, that expansion is all from teachers, right. enthusiasm saying this is what's right for kids. This is what's working. And they never took no. They just kept doing it. Even when they were the only preschool in a K-12 school and everyone was looking at them like, oh, and I told them, you do what's best for your kids. Yeah. 
And And they did. And that, to me, is what takes my breath away in a state where we sometimes have a lock stacked against us and we're not number one in a lot of things. And you're going from a state that where corporal punishment is still very legal. Oh, yes. And you're you're leapfrogging second highest percent in the nation. Amazing to go from there Mm -hmm. to all the way to this. I mean, you're just leaping quantum uh, leaps through through our knowledge base and taking hold of the brain, the brain science and putting it into practice. And I love the fact, just like you got a text, we got a text <laughs> from the University of Alabama where they can work with the, the neurologist oh. and we're going to get our cortisol study to show the stress levels of teachers and children. And I've always wanted to do that. So now I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, everybody's excited about Alabama. Every day is just one more It's almost like, I don't know, like gas on the fire. It just gets bigger and bigger. And, you know, you got to be fearless. You can't say, what if, what if, what if? I have to say, well, if we don't, what will happen? Right. You know, but that's the other piece is we go everywhere. We go in basements. I talk to parent groups at churches. I talk to foster parents. Anyone who will listen, I'll go. I've got to get the message out because if I can get the grassroots burning, it'll keep going. And so I want to thank you for talking with me, and I certainly know where that passion started. Uh, and you have lit a lot of fire, <laughs> and it's exciting that you've inspired so many to inspire so many to inspire so many. And you know, as Sandra Bullock has said, to world peace." <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed that, and if all you governors are listening, we're ready for the next state anytime, anywhere. So thank you so much to Secretary Ross, Joy Winchester, and all those dedicated people in Alabama. So what's Becky up to? Well, some of you know I tore my ACL skiing. My ACL, my MCL, and all the L's I have, I think, got trashed on a mountain in Utah. So now I have to use my arms. Coming up soon, latter part of April, I'll be rowing 188 miles down the Colorado River, and I'm looking forward to the beautiful scenery, the excitement of the rapids, and nighttime looking at all the stars I could ever imagine, just like being a child. And what are we celebrating? Well, we got mentioned in Forbes magazine, and that was huge because there's 34 million people reading that magazine And right in there is a shout-out to Conscious Discipline. We got the shout-out because we're a partner with the primary school in California that was started by Priscilla Chan, as you may know, Mark Zuckerberg's wife, who has taken a deep interest in education. So we are blessed, and we're excited, and we hope every one of those 34 million people read that article. So until next time, I wish you well. For more episodes of Real Talk with Real Teachers by Dr. Becky Bailey, visit ConsciousDiscipline.com forward slash podcasts. You can also subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app.